When you first arrived to IUPUI, what was one of the first things your professors, advisors, and bosses stressed the importance of the most? Some may say, stay on top of assignments. Some may say, study, study, study. But a lot actually emphasize the importance of networking. In many industries, your best bet on getting into your dream job, an entry-level position, or even an internship solely rely on the people you know. Today, I'm sitting down with a student who knows a thing or two about the importance of maintaining strong, professional relationships with the people you meet, as well as putting yourself out there. Find out more on this episode of the Learning and Earning Podcast. I'm your hostess, Laura Ryle, and today we are diving into an important concept in the working world, and that is all about connections. What makes connections so important? What's so great about having an elevator pitch at the ready? And what are the benefits of putting yourself out there? Today I'm joined by not only an awesome, hardworking student, but a very good friend of mine, Jessica Boren. Uh, Jessica is pursuing a communication studies major, a public relations certificate, and an event management minor, hoping to gain some experience working in the tourism industry. However, she's already had some major events under her belt, all through the power of connections. So Jessica, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is so exciting. I love talking about my experiences and I'm excited to share what I know. <laughs> well, thank you for stopping by. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself, um, how you got to IEPY, where you're from, all the like. Yeah, so my name is Jessica Boren. Um, I am from Bloomington, Indiana, originally. Um, like I was born in California, but I've basically lived in Bloomington most of my life. Um, and that kind of gave me a taste of what I didn't necessarily want in a university. Um, just like seeing how like party heavy it was and everything like that. I ended up touring IUPUI my senior year of high school, and I absolutely fell in love with campus. And I was like, this is it. I toured a few different campuses, and it's just IUPUI felt like home for whatever reason. So that's how I ended up here. Um, I've loved honestly. Honestly, every second of it, I think choosing IUPUI has been one of the best decisions I've made. Um, like as an adult, I moved away from my hometown, grew up a little bit, you know, matured a little bit, made a lot of new friends. Kind of just like starting over in a town where you don't really know anyone, I think was really good for me, a really good growth and, you know, taught me a lot. Yeah, so um, since um, you started at IUPUI, um, tell me a little bit about just like your job experience and where you've worked. Yeah, so I've worked in the restaurant hospitality industry for the past like six years. I currently work for White Lodging at the Indianapolis Marriott downtown. I'm a server and a bartender. Um, And I think, you know, obviously those experiences are going to help me build connections and continue moving forward regardless if I want to stay a server and bartender. I can still use those connections and those skills that I'm learning. Now, a major reason that Jessica is here is because both her and I had a awesome, fantastic volunteer slash internship opportunity last summer uh, where we got to work alongside... um, one of our professors in managing social media platforms for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indy 500 Festival. Um, But Jessica in particular had such a unique experience and perspective working some of these events. So before we dive into what those experiences were, um, walk the audience through how you got this opportunity in the first place. 
Yeah, so I I learned about it through like my event management minor. Um, my professor, Erica, we'll give her a shout out. We love her. Um, she puts together a social media team every single year and they cover a ton of events. I know that we were a little bit limited on events that we had this past year, but there's usually a few more that we do. But we had so many cool opportunities this year. Um, and yeah, I just applied for it and she knew my like background with like public relations and social media management. So I think that kind of gave me a leg up on getting a role on this team. Yeah, so what all of the work was entailed, at least with um, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? So it kind of depended on the day, I know. Uh, but for, like, the big race day and, like, a few of the bigger days but leading up to it, we were given, like, the logins for, like, the Instagram, Twitter, all of the social media platforms with, you know, over, like, two, like, a crazy amount of followers on them. Uh, but we kind of just, like, followed. We had a bunch of tabs split up of all the different hashtags, and we were following along, making sure that, you know, there was nothing going wrong. We were replying to all the positive stuff. We were just showing, spreading some love. And just keeping on brand with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway like social media branding and stuff like that. What was like your big takeaway at least working with IMS? Oh my god it was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) I had such a good time and I was just like why have I not considered anything in like the sports industry before? Like personally me like I didn't really grow up in the sports world so I like I wouldn't say I'm the most like knowledgeable and that kind of stuff but I mean it's something that you kind of learn and I think the energy is just something that is not going to be able to be replicated in any other field like being a part of such like a fun environment where everyone's genuinely there to have fun yeah just kind of experiencing that that kind of made me shift what I wanted to do post-graduation and just to kind of be a part of that Mm -hmm. scene so not only we did IMS but there was also the Indy 500 festival you had a very interesting um take on it so (laughs) originally when we um went to the 500 festival we were told kind of the same thing as IMS where you're going to manage social media pages just kind of respond to um different people and their comments and questions and everything like that. However, um, through the power of connections, um, Jessica had a very interesting opportunity arise. So kind of uh, walk the audience through what that was. Yeah, so I ended up making my broadcasting debut um, by calling the 500 Parade, which if you are not from Indianapolis, you don't know how big of a deal it is. That parade is massive. It is absolutely massive. They're the whole like street is lined with people and it's just insane. I um, think it's like the third largest parade in the country. It's like, it's not know. as big as the Macy's Day Parade, but, but it's, it's, it's up there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I I forget what the girl's name was that I was with, but we had volunteered to do, like, parade spotting, so we were going to let the callers know, like, the callers and, like, the person announcing the parade, you know, we were spotting to make sure everything was in line and everything was in order and everything, so that, like, with everything would be accurate. We get on the golf cart to go over to the stand to get into our position, and we're handed scripts, and we're like, oh, interesting, like, okay, I guess we'll just use these to keep it, make sure that everything's (laughs) in line, and then the girl's like, no, like, you're, you're calling the parade, like, we had two people call out because of COVID. So you guys are, you guys are announcing the parade, and we were both just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we just kind of had to get over it real quick. We had to get up, um, climb up like some, oh, I don't even know, like the scaffolding to get to like the platform. Um, and once we were up there, we were up there for I, I want to say it was like almost four hours. Like we couldn't come down or anything. Luckily, I brought like snacks and water and everything. But oh my goodness, there were like the script was like over a hundred pages long, and it was, oh my gosh, it was insane. It was like this massive binder, and you know 
the announcers got it like a few weeks before the parade so they had time to practice everything but we literally got it 10 minutes before the parade started um so there were some names where it was like and we have we would like move the microphone away from our mouths because we didn't know how to pronounce it but um i think we did a pretty good job honestly with the 10 Mm -hmm. minutes we had to prepare i feel like we did a decent job yeah Mm -hmm. so cool such a cool opportunity such a rare opportunity that like would not have happened if like we didn't have these connections and like you can put that on a resume you can say like i know how to like what is that even called like Like broadcasting broadcasting like radio announcing almost sort of yeah so that's like really cool basically with these opportunities both at ims 500 festival these opportunities would not have come about without our professor really and honestly the connections that she's established also and her like knowing us and knowing our work ethic knowing our work history and just kind of like knowing that we are the type of people that you know, we're going to get stuff done. We're going to do a good job and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's not only having the connection, but kind of like having like that strong connection where it's like they they know who you are, they know what your strengths are and things like that. And it speaks a lot of truth about how the job market is in many industries that, you know, you have to know connections and you have to know like who they have connections with. What like opportunities have come your way through like the power of connections? Not only this opportunity, but what other opportunities? Like I know, like for example, um, just recently you got in touch with somebody for a job shadowing opportunity just because he came in and spoke to your class yeah so I think it's really important to get over that fear of like going up and talking to like those scary people that are have like the big people jobs and you know all of that I kind of got over that at the the convention I went to back in January that was PCMA convening leaders which is like basically an event management event planning convention um and we were there were a group of like 10 of us students and we were thrown into this room of like so many adults and you know obviously we're adults but we're still students so it's yeah. a different category and just kind of it was like a sink or swim type moment where it was like you're either gonna network and get the most out of it or you're just gonna sit at a table and you know sit here the whole convention um so I kind of got over my fear of doing all of that at that convention and I I made some really good opportunity some really good connections I say I had an offer for like an internship program through the Hilton um I had I met some people from Visit Pittsburgh um and they like reached out to me after the convention and I guess I did like they liked me they liked my personality um and they sent like a role like a job my way that they were like you'd be great for this and I was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, even just keeping in touch with past professors, um, Roger Johnson, a big one, if you, yes. <laughs> in the PR world, um, he, like, has personally, like, sent me, like, two or three things that he's like, you should apply for this. Like, granted, I haven't necessarily been able to just because of, like, restrictions of, like, taking too many credit hours or, you know, trying to balance, like, school and work and stuff, but still having that connection where it's like, hey, apply for this, do this, right. like, and just, like, having that, like, relationship and friendship with people that, the professionals in your life. I would say also at work, so I work part-time slash I work full-time hours, but part-time. I kind of treat it like it is like a stepping stone to my next job. Um, so anyone that I meet there, I'm making good impression. I'm, you know, the higher management, I introduce myself to them and I say, oh, I'm a student. I'm graduating in May. This is what I'm studying. This is what I want to do. And just so they have it in the back of their mind at all times, like, okay, we have like a position open up. Hey, Jessica Morgan, she's she's doing this. Like, let's, let's talk to her. Um, so I think just like treating all of those conversations of, I mean, you're not going to get you're not gonna lose anything out of introducing yourself and starting that connection like there it's literally never gonna negatively affect you (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah a lot of the way that at least like let's say at the pcma convention for example when you were thrown into that room you had to utilize elevator pitches almost is that right (laughs) so kind of what's your take on an elevator pitch like what do you find it so important to have one at the ready Oh my gosh, it's so important. So I'm in a class right now with a lot of freshmen, which, you know, starting out freshman year, there's a lot you don't know. There's a lot 
we we had those people come into our classroom, like the director of sales for the IMS, and then we had another one from the NCAA come in and talk. So they had pretty important people come in the room, and they had us all go around and introduce ourselves. You know, I had my elevator pitch at the ready, but a lot of these freshmen, they were, hi, I'm, I don't really know what I want to do. And that was their elevator pitch. And I just, I think it's so important to have your pitch prepared. Even if you don't know what you want to do, make something up. Have something yeah. like prepared, like just just have something to say about yourself other than your name. Right. You say, I I really like this. I really like doing this and I would love to pursue it in the future. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of having that confidence and having that like just motivation to show that you're like. That you're kind of eager. That you're like passionate about something yeah. and that you have that passion inside of you. Because I feel like that's what a lot of people are looking for is they want you to be excited to work. They want you to be excited to like do whatever. Mm -hmm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So what like specifics should be in an elevator pitch and how long do you think they should be? Yeah, so as a student, I think definitely your name when you graduate and just kind of like what your interest is. So, I mean, for me, it's, hi, my name is Jessica Boren. I'm a senior, like I'll be graduating in May, but I am studying communication studies, event management and public relations. I've had a good amount of experience in public relations, social media management. I've also spent the past six years working in hospitality. Uh, but that's kind of like my first initial elevator speech just yeah. so they can get an idea who I am just like right off the bat. And then that can lead them to have any questions they want to ask. Yeah. They know a little bit about me to start that conversation. Right. And it's not only the content that it that's in your elevator pitch, but it's the way you deliver it, I feel. Um, yes. Really sets <laughs> the bar for how strong that connection is going to be down the road. So kind of share like your thoughts on that. You got to be confident. You got to be upbeat. You got to have a positive attitude. Like you can smile, like look like you're having fun. Like even if you're such an introvert and you absolutely hate networking put a smile on i promise you it's gonna take you so much further than like anything else you're gonna do put a smile on be a friendly face and just be confident with it like know who you are know what you're about and just be confident that's all i say that's the most important thing just mm -hmm. having that demeanor right especially um for those introverts you know who might even be scared of just like approaching the person you know like just one conversation can change everything you know so not only do students listen to this podcast, but we also have employers who listen to this. Hello. And, <laughs> um, I know that, at least for me personally, I've had some connections where I can go up to them and it turns out to be a really good conversation, very friendly, and I always feel comfortable like reaching out to them, approaching them again, I mean, even following up with any offers that they have. But there's also some that don't really, I guess, like come out strong, I guess. They kind of give off a demeanor that, you know, they don't want to talk to you, that they're kind of unfriendly. And that, as a sense, makes me feel uncomfortable as a student, you know, reaching out to them in the future. As a student, if you've ever had like any weird like experience approaching an employer you know what are like I guess what should they not do yeah so another example from that convention I went to it was kind of it was very interesting um, they had a ton of booths like in the exhibit hall set up and they were all of them were giving out free stuff like branded free stuff from like visit indie had a booth we, there was like visit Orlando things like that they all had booths and they were all giving out free stuff um, it got to a point in the convention where I walked up to I want to say it was like Cleveland like visit Cleveland because I'm interested in relocating like somewhere in the Midwest and I was going there with like the intentions of literally just talking to them and seeing like what they had to offer and if they thought that 
it'd be a good fit for what I my interests are um, and I walked up and they were like oh we're not giving away stuff to students right now and I was like oh okay like I was just coming over here to ask a couple of questions like about Cleveland like I've never been I'm kind of interested um, I'm, I'm a student I graduate in May like I'm looking to relocate um, and then like the conversation kind of turned around pretty quickly after that but it's still just like that initial like I could have taken that gotten offended and just like been like oh right okay never mind right <laughs> um, and especially an introvert too yeah because it's like you're you're already using so much just to even go up and talk to them and you just get shut down so quickly Mm -hmm. I would say you know give them a chance and also students if you're at an event like that and it's just like a ton of free stuff don't take the free stuff like right Work or at least, it, like, sort of. yeah, like, have a conversation with them before you, like, go up. Because I think that was the thing, was people were just, like, going up and grabbing and, like, walking away. Which, I mean, that's what the free stuff is for. But if you're trying to make a good impression, just go up and have a conversation, show that your intentions are pure, I guess, and that you literally just want to talk to them and build those connections. Yeah, it was it was kind of interesting going up to people at that convention because it was very much, like, there was a supplier and then there was, like, the planner. So it was, like, a lot of the suppliers trying to show off to the planners and show them, like, show them a good time while they're in town. And, you know, the students would walk up to some of the people and they wouldn't even know what to, like, say to you because they're like, you have nothing to offer me. Like, mm-hmm. I can't sell anything. I can't buy anything from you. You can't sell me anything. Like, there were a few times where I walked up to somebody and I, like, tried to strike up a conversation and they were just like, oh. <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, whatever. We're just going to let that one roll off and we're just going to keep <laughs> going. But yeah. for the most part, I think that having that, like, strong elevator pitch is really going to take you a long way. Like, if someone's already nervous about talking to a student and then you go up and it's kind of, like, already awkward, I feel like it's just not going to go very far and that's not going to be a very meaningful conversation. But if you go up with that confidence and you, like, have, like, kind of, like, a starter line and you're ready to make a connection, start a conversation. i say for me, <laughs> I made a connection with a lady at this convention. She was wearing, like, a neon pink suit. And I walked up and I was like, oh my goodness, I love your suit. And then we just started talking and, you know, based off of that, just having those icebreakers and just being, just yeah, just being a positive, like, happy person and just right. being a friendly face in the room. Compliments do go a long way. They go a long way. That is something I live by. And, like, I, I don't compliment if I don't, like, believe it. But I, I say, I give compliments all day, every day, and it's my favorite thing in the entire world. Like, it, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. It's my favorite <laughs> thing to do. Hey, I mean, it's, it's always nice and, it, you know, sets the um, conversation in a positive tone so I guess just as a whole with communicating and like networking with people you know building those connections how do you feel that's going to help you in the long run I feel like it's made me a lot more extroverted than I ever thought I would be graduating high school I was completely an introvert like I was so nervous to go to college and like I had like random roommates my freshman year and I was like gosh oh my gosh gosh." (laughs) but now I'm just like I I can go to anyone and I could say anything and honestly that could have a lot to do with my current job like bartending and serving um it's like a similar type of thing where it's just like you have to go to complete strangers so many times a day but yeah I think just like having being like an extroverted type person and just you know being comfortable having conversations with people I don't know I think that that take is gonna take me a long way just all come from connections and like having mm-hmm. like a strong elevator pitch and everything and I I know I've had quite a few professors harp on like your elevator pitch like you need yeah. to have it you need to have it and it's like I'm so happy they did that because I was ready whenever I needed one so yeah and I feel that especially um at the beginning of our college careers I feel like that's what a lot of professors emphasized was you have to establish connections you have to go out and network with people oh absolutely um I think that some departments do a lot better job than others I know department of journalism and public relations they are so great about bringing in people to their classes I would say a majority of like the professional network I've kind of 
I've built has been from the Department of Journalism and Public Relations. Like, just the professors on their own, they bring in these people. They're, like, people that they know they work with. Like, I think it's so cool that them, like, our professors and the faculty and staff and everyone, they're professionals in the world, like, in the real world. So they're bringing in people that they actually work with. Like, they're bringing in their coworkers to come talk to us. So I think they do a really good job of it. And then I think TESM also does a really good job of, you know, connecting us and giving us opportunities to meet professionals, especially with, like, Visit Indy and all the events that they invite us to. So, well, I guess just my last question that I have, what like last advice do you want to give to students? Like what is one thing that they should know from this day forward about networking? I would say um, regardless of whatever job that you're in right now, like if you're working at a restaurant, if you're valet parking, like anything like that, treat it like it's like (laughs) your full-time thing and that like the connections you're going to make from there are going to help you move up in the world because they are. Like, if, mm-hmm. if they know you as someone who's on time to work every day, if they know you as someone who's hardworking, always picks up shifts, like, is always there, always, like, a good employee, that's gonna take you so much further. And having those connections with previous employers, don't be a person that's, like, late to work every single day. Like, treat your part-time job like it's serious, mm-hmm. which I know sounds, like, self-explanatory, but I mean, it's not something that I really thought about until, like, I mean, I've always kind of taken my job seriously, but up until this point where I'm, like, working inside of, like, a restaurant, inside of a hotel, there's that opportunity for like moving up and to like hotel management and like the event planner within the hotel um and just like the whole like organization white lodging like they're a massive organization there's so much mm-hmm. that I can move up like if I impress the right person if I like just keep showing up and keep doing my job and I don't know just wanting to grow and showing that like I'm a good employee and everything I genuinely think it's going to pay off and I think that regardless of where you're working right now just treat it serious and mm-hmm. you know make those lasting connections even just like friends that you have like having a job I think is the best thing I've done I mean I've had to have a job all four yeah. years of college <laughs> but like having a job and like making those friendships um just like with your coworkers, like there's so many positive things that come out of having a job like connections with the professionals are just making friends with people and having I know it's kind of hard to make friends on campus sometimes but yeah. your coworkers, you have a bond with them that you have unlike right. with anyone else um I've worked at like a couple of different places throughout my time here and I literally have friends from every single place I've worked at and it's 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 fun to have like that network to fall back on and you know, we're all kind of going towards the same direction. We're all going to school. We're all graduating. Um, so it's they're going to be your network. Like, those yeah. are also your network. So just building your network, building your connections. And I feel that work relationships are just so unique because you <laughs> learn how to work with the person. Yes. And from that, you develop a friendship. And I just, I don't know, like, some of the past places that I've worked at, some of my closest friends have come from jobs. You know, like, yeah. um, for example, I used to work at a Vision Works. you know, like, <laughs> Uh, about like a year ago and I still talk to every single person (laughs) that I worked with because I love them they're like family to me and we hang out we'll go goodwill shopping we go out (laughs) to lunch not burning bridges I feel Mm -hmm. just as equally you know as you like it's extremely important not to Mm -hmm. do and just to maintain those contacts yeah, you know. I was to say, if you're a freshman and you're listening to this and you're struggling to make friends, just get a part-time job. Like, even if you right. don't need the money, get a job. Work, like, one, two days a week. Like, I promise you, you will make friends. You will have those connections. Like, I love, like, so many people that I work with. And it's just, like, yeah, it's a friendship unlike any other. And it's, like, you've, been, you've seen me at my worst, like, especially in the restaurant <laughs> industry. It's, it's, like, you've seen me covered in ranch at the end of the night. And I'm, like, doing all of this stuff. Like, those are, like, going to be your ride-or-die people. Those are going to 
to be the people that you can lean on and everything like that. Thank you, Jessica, for um, sitting down with the Learning and Earning <laughs> podcast, um, sharing your wisdom about the power of connections and networking. <laughs> and as for the rest of you viewers, thank you for tuning in to this amazing episode. And I hope everybody has a beautiful, fantastic, and groovy day. <laughs> Bye. for tuning in to the learning and earning podcast today if you've not done so already be sure to follow the office of student employment's official instagram jobs for jags and always stay up to date on our latest announcements events podcast episodes and so much more either on our socials or on our website thanks for tuning in and as always stay groovy jags